So I have a sugar daddy. <laughs> I was trying to come up with some intro, some way to kind of get this, this thing started and baby, that's all I got. Um, this podcast is getting spicy, huh? We don't have the sex episode. We don't talk about relationships and love and jobs and uh, you gonna get it all here. I don't have my mama on the show, grandmama, everybody. We getting spicy. So welcome back <laughs> to another episode of Keep Running with Kendra Stacy. I'm so excited to have you guys here with me for another episode. And thank you for all of the love you guys send and share with me about how you're enjoying the podcast. I'm enjoying you all. I'm enjoying this journey we're all on. Um, we're all running our own different races, honey. Um, but I appreciate you all being along with me and telling me like, oh, I'm learning this about myself or oh, I'm picking up on that or, or I'm just enjoying the things you're talking about. So thank you all so much. Um, and I know y'all are like, girl, if you don't get back to that opener. <laughs> so I will say this. Um, that was a little bit of podcast bait, if you will. I don't have a sugar daddy, but... I would I I got the proposal. Not gonna lie. I got the proposal. The contract came across my desk. I had to review it. I had to see the terms and conditions. All right. Um, and decide if it was right for me or not. <laughs> and so before I get to that, I will take us all the way back to the beginning. So um a few weeks ago, I decided to take myself out. It was a Saturday night. I didn't have plans. Nobody's son asked me out. And um since I moved to South Florida, I developed this new kind of mantra, um, which was five years ago, I didn't have any friends here. And so I told myself, look, you're going to have to go to places by yourself, but at least go to places that you're interested in, go to uh, events that you want to learn more about, etc. And when you're there, you're obviously going to meet people who are like-minded, people who are interested in the same things that you're interested in. So just go and make friends when you get there. So um, that was kind of that's been in me for these past five years. It kind of lulled a little bit with the more friends I made. I got more comfortable, but now pushing myself to do the same thing again versus just sitting in the house on a Saturday night. And also, um, as a single woman, I'm always challenging myself to not be in waiting mode where I'm waiting on a, a man because then I'll have something to do on Saturday nights. I'm just waiting to be in a relationship because then I'll have fun. Um, instead of just having a full fun life right now while I am still single. So I convinced myself like, girl, let's go out Saturday night. And um, there is a, or there was a live um, band lounge jazz club place near me. And so I just got dressed up looking good, girl. Um, got dressed up, took myself there and had really great food. Um, I had I had been there before with some friends, so I knew the food that I was going to order, ordered it, sat at the bar, had a good time. Just me, myself, and I, like, just enjoying the night. So as the night progressed, a group comes in, and again, I'm sitting at the bar. They, I don't really like to sit at the bar, um, but they like to do that to those of us who are a party of one. Like, they don't want to give you a whole table, even though I usually order, like, two entrees worth of stuff. But I digress. So I had to sit at the bar at this place. Like, it was their policy. They wasn't changing it. Girl, you sitting at the bar. So I sat at the bar, um, and then this group comes in, older gentlemen. Um, I was calling them the Kangol Uncle 
uncles. So if y'all know the Kango hat, that's what the uncles wear to me. Um, so these were Kango uncles came in and straight uncle energy, like hat on, linen suit, like these is your uncles at the barbecue type vibe. Um, very much Frankie Beverly and Mace was this group. So um, they were like sitting right next to me and they wanted to do cigars. So they were like, oh, we don't want to offend you with our cigars and da, 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 just chopping it up with me, minding business. I'm just trying to listen to the music. I'm having a good time. Um, so one of the men was like really talking to me. The One of the uncles was really talking to me. So he ended up you know, it was just casual conversation, nothing big. And then he was like, oh, can I buy you a drink? Cool. Bought me the drink. And so now I'm like, ah, I got to talk to you a little bit since you bought the drink. We chopped it up. Um, but I had been there for some time before they came in. So I was ready to go. Um, so I finished my drink. We ended up trading numbers. Yes, I traded numbers with the uncle. <sighs> he bought the drink. I was trying to be polite. And it is what it is. So I traded numbers with him. Um, and then I didn't hear anything from him for like a week, week and a half. He called one day and I got scared. <laughs> so he called and I saw the name pop up and I didn't remember what it was at first. And then it kept ringing and I was like, oh my God, this is the uncle. This is unk calling me. Um, and I was like, if he, I can't answer it. So I'm not going to answer it. And if he leaves a voicemail, I'm going to pass out. Um, but he didn't that time. Right. So then the next day, it was like the next afternoon after that first call, he calls again. Oh, so now I'm like, dang, he calls again. This time he leaves a voicemail um, and straight uncle voicemail. Like I'm telling y'all, this is uncle vibes. He was like, hey, told me his name again. It was like, you know, they got me working like a Hebrew slave out here. And I'm like, oh my God, this is my uncle. Um, but I'm like, all right, whatever. So I, I call him back because I'm like, let me not, I'm going to just call him back. Be, be a big girl. Like, don't do this. So I call him back. Um, I had just accepted the job offer. So I'm like excited. Have I announced that I got the job? Yes. I told you guys I got the job. Yeah. So I had just told him that I got the job um, and that I was, you know, celebrating and happy about that. And he was like, well, let me take you out to celebrate your job. Now, one thing about Kendra Stacy, if it, if you want to celebrate me, I will be celebrated. Okay. So um, I'm like, okay, if you want to take me out to celebrate, let's do it. So he was like, okay, you pick the place and we'll go from there. So I texted him a location. I just picked, I literally typed in restaurants near me and I picked, you know, a nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we ain't go to Applebee's because I could take myself to Applebee's. So I picked a nice place. We went there. Fast forward, fast forward, Kendra. I'm long winded, child. Um, so we get to the restaurant and I'm late. Of course, I'm always late. He was like 15 minutes early and let me know like, hey, I'm here. And I was like, child, I'm going to be 10 minutes late. <laughs> so um, I ended up, he was already seated at the table. I came in after that. Um, and so we just chopped it up. It was weird because I was enjoying myself, like laughing, having a good time. He was asking interesting questions like, what are you looking for? Um, what kind of, 
men are you attracted to? Where are you at in your life right now? Um, like, what have you done in the past five years with your life? Like, just really intriguing questions. And I love a conversation. As you can tell, I can have a conversation with myself <laughs> for 30 minutes on a podcast. So I love a conversation. And so we were chopping it up, like literally chopping it up. I was asking him questions and it was just going back and forth. Like, it was comfortable honestly like I really did feel I don't know if it was uncle vibes at that point not even gonna hold you um but it 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 was natural it was flowing it was cool so dinner is going and we're kind of you know going through different conversations and talking and all this other stuff um and let me tell y'all this man is black history month because the stories he was telling me about his life and different things he had been through um honey that man is black history month 365 he got stories for days um and real like civil rights stories um but he was sharing those at the table so I love a story I love a conversation so I was enjoying it and we would have a laugh here or there and it was a real like genuine laugh so I didn't feel awkward it wasn't until we get to the conversation everybody wants to know about the million dollar question um so he starts asking this weird question like what are your consequences of the consequences and I'm like sir what does that even mean I have no idea what you're talking about um and he basically was saying you know you tell me you're looking for this you're looking for that I'm not that guy I'm telling you now you need to find somebody you know you need to find a man who's like 10 years older than you that ain't me you know you deserve to be married and have a full life and all that but in the meantime or did he say meantime or meanwhile one of those he just kept saying like in the meantime what are you doing I'm like well I'm just living my life in the meantime until I get swept off my feet I'm you know just living my life he was like okay so you look like you'd like to get your hair done you like to get your nails done you like to shop you look like you you know enjoy all of those things so what if I took care of those things for you so I'm like oh so I told him, I was like, well, that would be nice, honey. It would be nice for somebody else to take care of it. So I don't got to do it. Um, and he was like, okay, cool. So I could take care of, you know, that for you. Um, but what keeps a smile on my face? And I was like, so, yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. What, what keeps a smile on your face? Um, and he was like, you know, I could take care of, like I said, take care of that stuff for you. Um, but it's going to come with some expectations and comforts. These are his words. It's going to come with some expectations and comforts. So uh, what are, what are the expectations and comforts? <laughs> and he was like, well, you know, keep a smile on my face. And that's physical, sexual. Again, his words. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like panic mode like ur, 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 going crazy um and I'm like okay all right good thing our food was there so I could like act like I was eating but my brain is like melting and I'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god I just got asked to be a sugar baby <laughs> and okay let me just say this let me pivot for a moment well, this man taught me in this split second that the men who are out here talking about money don't have it 
I'm going to say that again. The men who are out here talking about money don't have it. This man got so much money that he trying to get what he want for what he can pay for. <laughs> Basically, I got He has enough money to finance himself, his number of children and previous relationships and say, I need this from you, though. How I get it. So I need you, you know, I'm going to take care of X, Y, Z because I need you to do X, Y, Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, feel me. That's, that's, he not worried about, you know, these men that are having these conversations like, oh, well, what do you bring to the table? That man don't care. Bring that wop to the table. That's it. (laughs) That's all you need to bring to the table. And he going to get your nails done. So that's what it let me know. If a dude is out here like, oh, women trying to get you for your money or y'all just want us to provide and y'all don't bring nothing to the table and y'all want six figure men and that don't come around often. And like making all these conversations about money and providing and all that stuff. He don't got it, sis, period, because the ones that got it ain't worried about it. They trying to give it away. Okay, Um, and literally this man was about to give it away and I just had to agree to physical and sexual in return and for the million dollar question he asked me straight up he was very uh direct he told me like I'm not gonna play with you I'm not the man of your dreams um if we did this you will be in control you know when you tell me to go home I would go um and this will all all be you and so um he kind of let that (laughs) ruminate or what's the word I don't know. He just kind of let let me meditate on that, marinate. How about that? Let me marinate on that for a little bit. And uh, child, I was eating my food up at this point. Um, and so I was sitting there and he, he then followed up and said, Miss Kendra, straight uncle vibes. Miss Kendra, is that something you could do? And y'all, I said, no. <laughs> I told him no. I, I told him I couldn't do something like that. That's just not me. Um, you know, I'm in marketing and I do a lot of consulting work. So I told him, you know, if it say you wanted me to help you with some marketing with your business and wanted to pay me for that, I could do that. But if it's be physical and you get my nails done, I can't do that. Um and so he was like, oh, so, you know, you don't want your man to spoil you. I said, ah, wait a minute. I ain't say all that. I said, I, I, I absolutely would want my partner to spoil me, but that's my partner. We're together. That's my man. The subliminal, you know, read between the lines, I'm attracted to him. And, you know, I want all that comes with it, but... I can't, my sole like reason for being physical with you can't be the money. And so um, he was like, oh, well, I guess we'll just have to be friends then, huh? And I was like, yep, we'll be friends. So um, he did tell me, hey, you you let me know what the parameters of friendship are. And um, I, if I go over the line, you can, you can let me know. Um, and I told him, all right, I can do that. But anything outside of that wasn't going to work out for me. And um, I will say, child, it sucks to to have morals, I guess, or sucks to think this way. And this is no shame to people who are out there, you know, living this life. 
but that's just not me. So I think my advice to him, he ain't asked for it and he don't know I'm talking about this, but um, I feel like he has plenty of options. Look, we in South Florida, baby. We in Miami. Okay. There's plenty of women out here who can fulfill that need. I could tell he kind of wanted a woman, which is why I feel like he was entertaining me. He wanted a woman who he could have around colleagues, you know, who wasn't all the way on the other side of the spectrum at like city girl, like, ow, ow, even though y'all know I go, I give it up. I could do that. But, I'm still opposite side of the spectrum, very much Michelle Obama vibes. You feel me? Um, Very much that girl on the other side when I I have that face on, very, you know, achieving, doing for myself, making it happen, bossed up, queen status, all those things. So I feel like he needs to find a middle. And I am not the middle of that because I do well for myself. I take care of myself. I make it happen for myself. Um, My lights ain't about to be cut off. Um, My nails stay done. If you know me, my nails are always done. Hair be doing what it's doing, serving looks. So I I figures it out, even though I would want a partner that could spoil me. Don't get me wrong. I'm still not saying that. I'm just saying I'm not at that point where that you know money is a driver for me the dollar dollar bill could make the wop wop for you like that's just not me I'm not a leave the money on the dresser type of girl so I I couldn't do it um but it's out here this is my first experience with it I ain't know it was out here like that like that I ain't know you could get asked like that like that I thought you kind of like find your way upon it but he was very blunt and real and let me know so it's kind of interesting again like child when they got the money it's nothing like I honestly it's kind of like and I'm not an object so please hear me don't just be problematic with me for a minute but I'm not making myself an object or any other woman an object but you think about like the confidence you have when you walk in a dollar store you know when you're in a dollar store you be like girl just throw that in the bag it's a dollar like I got that ain't nobody stressing over no dollar period like give me this give me that this is like that kind of confidence he had like me going into the dollar store or the average person going in the dollar store versus him it was the same way it was like I have the money can I get what I want period and it was that confidence this man ain't no spring chicken he ain't baby I wasn't sitting with Idris Elba let's just say it that way um but he knew he had the dollar so can I get what I want please and thank you on a platter um and unfortunately I <laughs> this all of this here honey ain't on the menu it's an entree don't worry it's five courses right here baby but she's not on the menu unfortunately so couldn't be served <laughs> but, but say all that to say child it's out here yeah, it's out here. And it ain't tricking if you got it. Go ahead. Period. Um, but I also wanted to say it's just funny the season I'm in right now because I had posted on my Instagram story. I was I think I had just paid my rent and <laughs> got sick and tired of paying rent. And I posted on my Instagram story, I just need a sugar daddy who doesn't want no sugar. 
and then I'll be fine. Um, and child, unfortunately, this sugar daddy wanted sugar. I ain't got no sugar to get, baby. I got straight Splenda over here. We ain't got no, we got we ain't got no real sugar, baby. Sugar substitute or some. Um, I'm all out of sugar. I'm not out of sugar, but I don't got no sugar to share. So y'all get it. Um, <laughs> but I had just said that, and really, I'm in a season right now. I really have to be careful with what I'm speaking because baby stuff is happening for me. Okay. It keeps happening for me. And I'm recognizing, I think the reason why this shift has happened um, is because of a mindset shift I had around affirmation. So look at me about to have a teachable moment with y'all after talking about the sugar daddies. Tune in. Listen, here we go. Um, When it comes to affirmations for me, I think we've gotten to a place and I love that we're all talking about affirmations now and people want to speak more things over their lives and recognize the power that we all have um, in creating our reality based on the words that we put out there. And I think that's beautiful. I feel like people give you step one. They tell you, say these words, right? When really we need step zero, which is position your heart. To me, that's step zero because that position of your heart then influences and impacts the affirmations that you're speaking. And by that, I mean, um, so I'm the sum total of everything, right? I'm a church girl, but I also believe that we're more than you know, just the Bible. We're more than just Sunday morning. We're spiritual beings having a natural experience. So it's a big world out there. So I kind of connect with a lot of different um, ideologies or teaching or teachings or things like that. Like just allow myself to be open and not close off to those things. So some total of all the things. So I kind of mash it all together, if you will. Um, And so one piece that I've taken from my church. So I go to Redeeming Word Christian Center here in South Florida. I don't know if I should plug them on the Sugar Daddy episode. Ooh, sorry. Um, But hey, um, at my church, one of my favorite lessons that we we are taught is that, and I haven't experienced this at other churches, and it is around having sweatless victories. And so um, to me, what that means is that if it is our birthright, if this is our inheritance, that with Jesus you know, suffer, Jesus suffered, bled and died on the cross for us to have this abundant life to just be, you know, walking in blessings and walking in favor and have all these things. It should be sweatless. We shouldn't have to foam at the mouth. We shouldn't have to, you know, tarry night and day and just bleed for it and suffer for it because that's already been done for us. We should be have sweatless victories. We should just win. We should just overcome. Doors should just open unto us and we should just have access and favor and blessings and things should just chase us down. How sweatless is it to have things chase you down versus you doing the chasing all the time? So I, I, I'm really into sweatless victories and not having to work and work and work and work and bear the burden and labor of having things come to life that are purpose for me and are good for me. Um, and so that's my that's my heart. That's how my heart is fixed. And when it comes to affirmations, where I, where I think I've seen a transformation in Af- with the affirmations that I speak over my life is that. I don't make myself say an affirmation at exactly 7.02 p.m. each day um, 
and th- say these exact words or it, it, I, I, I don't believe that you should have to beat yourself over the head if you didn't say your affirmation at exactly the same time every day like it I don't I, I don't think that God or the universe or whatever you believe in but this supreme supernatural being I don't believe that God operates within the confines of time and space in the way that us humans here on earth have to um so that you know you was saying your affirmations at 702 every day and then one day you was late at 712 you said it and now it's like oh oh no can't give her her blessings everything that she wanted I can't give it to her because she's late with her affirmations I just don't believe that's so so I don't think you should be beating yourself up over the head if you don't give your affirmation at the same time what I believe is that your affirmation should become your aura it should become your energy it should become um the magnet the magnetic force that's going to attract what you speak. So the affirmations that I have been saying um, is I don't chase. I attract what's meant for me will simply find me. And I didn't say it at the same time every day. I didn't say it a certain way every day. I didn't say it every day, quite frankly, but it will just come up out of me. It might be a random thought or something that randomly happened or sometimes to calm my anxiety about something, I would repeat it to myself. But it was just a part of me. And I think having the confidence that what I speak over my life will just manifest because it's sweatless. It's not something that I have to work for. It is my birthright. When I speak those things over myself and I let it be a part of my aura. I don't labor over it. I don't sit in like, Ooh, come true, come true, come true, come true. And I don't think of it as like a magic wand or a Alakazam, Alakazoo. Here we go. And you know, I don't know if you ever seen like those certain times where a magician is like beating their magic wand stick. Cause it's not working. Like, come on, work, work, work. I don't have that anxious feeling around my affirmations. And I think some of us believe like, which, wait, wait, which affirmation are you saying? Oh, okay. I need to say that one. And you, when you said that you, a hundred dollars just came out of nowhere. Oh, I'm gonna say that one or whatever. Like that's not how any of this works. Cause you could say the same exact affirmation that I say and nothing happened in your life because you have an anxiety attached to it or you have, a, you know, just some desperate mindset, some scarcity mindset attached to the affirmation that you're speaking and and want to see it happen tomorrow, too, because you think it's a get rich quick. It's a get love quick. It's a, you know, just a poof, the magic dragon moment. And I don't think that's what affirmations are. I feel like affirmations create an energy around you right and should become all a part of your being and that's what I think made the transformation for me lately with the things that I've been speaking over my life becoming manifest is that I don't have an anxiety about the things that I speak over my life that they're gonna come to pass that's period that's point blank that's bible that I could have whatever it is that I say so I, I don't I don't have an anxiety attached to it and I don't stress myself out about saying it each and every day at an exact time or I am a failure or it's not going to come true for me. That's not how any of this works. This is not hocus pocus. It's not spooky dookie. This is speaking over my life. 
this is me giving power um, and this is me creating my reality. And so that's what I think the transformation with affirmations happened with me versus beating myself up. It's going to happen. It's sweatless. Just relax and, and, and release, relax, relate, release, honey, in that affirmation that you're speaking. Have confidence in it. Have Be bold about the fact that it's going to come to pass and rest in that. It's okay. It ain't going to happen, you know, overnight. Let's say that. But just let it become a part of you. Let it let it pour out of you randomly. Just sit in and, and it'll come to you. Speak it out, ran, you know, just at any point of the day when you feel it. If you say it multiple times a day, if you only say it once, if you don't say it any day, but once it becomes a part of your aura, once it becomes a part of your energy, it starts to impact the energy around you and become that magnet for those things that you absolutely want. So I, I want to encourage everybody to do step zero and and find your your rest in those things that you're about to speak, right? Find peace, find all of that first and set your heart on the fact that this will be sweatless for you, that it's going to happen. It's going to come to pass. So I need to calm my anxiety. I need to get myself together um, if I want to see these things happen and calm down. Okay. Again, affirmations aren't an alakazam, alakazoo. That's not how this works. But we're going to create our reality. We're going to shape shift, honey, avatar, the last airbender type vibes. <laughs> Make some things happen for yourself when you change your heart's position to be one of receiving. It's going to happen. It's going to come. It's not scarce. It's abundant. And it's going to happen for me because it keeps happening for me. And it always happens for me. So um, take that and then add your little affirmation to it whichever one you choose make up your own or you know there are different affirmations available but trust me it's not the words that you speak it's the the heart behind those words that you speak it's the intention with the words that you're speaking that creates um the energy for you to see those things happen in your life so look at that the sugar daddy episode done led to a sermon come on somebody uh-huh I know he's all right. So with that, I think I'm coming up on time. Perfect timing. Look at that. I'm a pro at this thing, honey. We going somewhere, y'all. So with that, I think that's all I got for y'all. I love you. There's nothing you can do about it. Keep running.